Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And we are coming at you live from Boston on a gloomy Friday morning. And I believe, if I do my math correctly, this is our first episode of February. Ooh. That's exciting. A new month, fresh start. Love it. By this time, we have finished dry January successfully with ease. I don't know, but if last night we had ease. <laughs> Ashley and I went to dinner with Matt and Joe last night at Carmelina's in the North End. And I think that was the first time I was craving alcohol the whole month of January. Same. Just needed a glass of a red wine with a dinner. Yeah, and it was just the pre-dinner, like when we're sitting there after we just ordered our food. And I was yeah. like, wow, like I, a, red, a glass of red wine would hit yep. right now. Is that going to be your first drink of choice on February yes. 1st? So February 1st is a Thursday. So as you guys are listening to this, if it is drop day that you're listening to it, I am going to Strega with Joe. We got a coupon in the mail <laughs> for 25% off about a couple a couple weeks ago. And we were like, should we use this? Probably, right? We were like, mm-hmm. yeah. So we made a reservation. So we'll be having a Strega dinner. I want steak and some red wine. Maybe even like an espresso martini to finish. Wow. Yeah, we might go crazy. So Who you're, knows? You're like getting drunk. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And your tolerance is going to be so out of whack. It is. Honestly, I feel like I don't miss drinking a lot. I just no. miss the the one cocktail or the one glass of wine. So I actually feel like this month was transformative for me. Oh, that's yeah. great. Also, I don't know about you, but you know when people talk about becoming sober and like they experience this sense of clarity yes your girl has the clarity I know it's like just no brain fog yeah I feel sharp I feel on it it's a really nice feeling yeah seriously well I am definitely one of those people where after a weekend of drinking or even just like a night of drinking I don't feel good the next day like not that I am so wildly hungover but I'm not as sharp and I'm not as there. Like I specifically remember Mondays, even if I drank on a Saturday, I just felt so groggy, especially in college. And that's a feeling I would like to never experience again. Yeah. But I'm also not giving up alcohol for the rest of my life. No, of course, of course. But it's called balance. It is called balance here at You Can Do Both. Yes. Also guys, 
This is our 71st yeah. episode. Yeah. That's crazy. That is wild. We have been on this journey for two years now. We're coming up on the two-year anniversary. Yeah. It's in February. I think it's like February 10th or something. Yeah, so it's probably in like next week too yeah oh my god we have to do something to celebrate as we're at so we're at episode 71 Mm -hmm. which means season three is coming to a close soon which is so crazy because ashley texted that to me yesterday and i was like hold up don't we typically take our breaks in the summertime and it's simply not even spring yet and then we were both reminded that we were just on top of our shit all of season three. Previously, we would skip an episode, maybe only release three a month or two a month if life got crazy. But I'm so proud of us for being consistent this past season. Yeah, it's been amazing. It's like we're we're almost done and we're going to take a short break and then come back for season four. Like season, season four, four sounds, sounds good. Crazy. Season four in 2024, like the stars are aligning. One more thing we have to share at dinner last night. Matt drove us, so we're driving over, and Carmelina's is in the north end, so like it's in smack dab in the center of Hanover. Hanover. I just spilt my coffee on our chair babies. I think it's going to come out, but if you're wondering why there's a paper towel here. And I think that happened so that I could move my car and not get towed. Things are happening for a reason, and it's all in our favor. You're so right. Yeah. Were there trucks out there? Yeah, there were commercial vehicles. There were? Yeah unloading there were commercial vehicles in the commercial vehicle zone wow what a concept just my little car and all the commercial vehicles (laughs) so we're good we're back on track yes so what i was trying to tell you is Matt drove us to dinner last night and if anyone is familiar with boston and the north end you know it's impossible to find parking. Like, there's no street parking. There's no meters there. I don't really know what we were expecting, but Matt was like... He was so adamant. He was like, have you ever heard of manifesting? Yeah. And we were like, okay, Matt, this one might be a little bit of a stretch. Guys, guess where we got parking? Directly out front of the restaurant. Yeah. Like, we could not have had a more front row spot. Someone yeah. was leaving. Right as we were pulling in. And they were leaving because it wasn't an official parking spot. I think they were just chilling there for a second. But we took that risk because we literally were like sitting at a table that overlooked the the car. Because it was right there. Like it was just insane. But the way that we took different routes to get to Hanover Street to look for parking. We were looking for parking for maybe 10 minutes before we actually pulled up to the restaurant to see if there was something relatively close by. We were like slowly going through the back roads. Yep. And then we came down the main street. We were like, it's not looking good. It's not looking good. The second we uh, get in front of our our restaurant, it clears up for us. It was kind of amazing. And then the receipt at dinner... $222.20. Two hundred and twenty-two dollars and twenty cents. Two, 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 two. And that's what I like to call angel numbers. <laughs> hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film. If only in theaters May seventeenth. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1, since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Guys, it was amazing. And that is my favorite angel number, so you know what that means? We're living in alignment with our life. We're doing exactly what we're supposed to be doing. And things are about to come full circle for us. They are. Um, And that was just kind of the start to the weekend. So that was just like a special moment. And I thought it was such a us moment. Yes. Okay, Okay, with that, let's intro today's episode. So today's topic is all the things that we should never be apologizing for. And that might sound pretty abrupt, and that's because it is. As females, I really feel like we take on a lot and we feel really deeply, which is our superpower, to be honest. Like, the way we empathize, men can't relate. No. However, it can kind of make us succumb to others in certain situations and almost not give us the power that we should have. So we're going to be giving you a list of all of the things that we shouldn't be apologizing for and like why we should never apologize for these things. These can be larger things, but also just the words of saying, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. sorry. I'm, I'm so, so sorry. sorry. How many times do you like bump into somebody or like you, you're saying, excuse me, but you're like, so sorry, excuse me. Yep. Why do we need to say you're so yeah. sorry? Say, oh, excuse me. Assert your power. Assert your dominance. Exactly. So. These are, we're going to talk about bigger things, but then we're also going to talk about smaller things. So depending on the situation when you're apologizing, it puts us at a disadvantage and makes us appear as not as the confident bosses that we Weak actually are. little girls. Weak little girls. And allows people to step over us further when it like, does. It does. we shouldn't even be apologizing in the first place, but it's just our tendency to be like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah. It's like, actually you were in the wrong. I don't know why I'm apologizing. Uh, no, like, literally that. <laughs> like what the hell? literally that okay okay so first one making a life decision that is best for you yeah I think so many women struggle with this when it comes to oh my goodness I really want to make this decision but it's immediately our first thought is how it's going to affect everybody else yeah it's like oh but I feel guilty because it's inconveniencing this person's life and they their feelings are going to be hurt it's like would a, yeah. would a man ever do that? Okay, guys, <laughs> guys, 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 guys. I was having a difficult conversation at work a couple weeks ago. I was making a literal script and I was confiding in Matt being like, does this sound okay? Whatever. He's like, Courtney, why don't you just say blank, blank, blank? Like, just say it straight out. I was like, but 
how could I ever just tell them <laughs> like bluntly this or whatever? Like you, we feel the need to sugarcoat and, and ease into a difficult conversation as opposed to just ripping off a bandaid where men literally wouldn't think twice about how they should be navigating other people's emotions. Exactly. And I think we all just need to agree to be more direct. Yeah. Get to the point. Yeah. And stop trying to sugarcoat. I mean, we can be aware of how other people are feeling and recognize that. But we don't need it to take a toll on like how we deliver news and all of those things. Exactly. Exactly. So an example, my one of my best friends and work wives, she left our company a few months ago. And I knew before anybody else because like we were obviously and still are close friends. And she literally like sat with herself for days, like, I don't know how to do this. I'm I'm leaving such a good team behind. I'm well, X, Y, and Z, like, I feel so bad for my decision. And it's like, hold up, girly, you're literally making a decision that's going to propel your career and your every which part of your life. This is not something you should be apologizing for. No, that's a good example. All right. So the next one is saying no to people. I think our whenever we kind of reject somebody or say no, our immediate thought is, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I can't make it. Oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I, I'm not a big fan of this. Like, I don't think I want to go. Yeah. Or whatever it is. We don't need to apologize. Just, yeah. Just say no. Politely decline. Yeah. And that's okay. Yep. We don't need to feel guilty for not saying yes to everything in our lives. Similar to last week, like, you have to put your yourself first. I have an example for this one because I, like, still feel guilty to this day. But, you know, female nature. Matt's friends wanted to come visit Boston on a weekend when I was hosting the holiday party. And they texted Matt. And Matt's obvious, like, first instinct is, like, of course. Like, come up, stay with us, whatever. But that, I was already so stressed going into that weekend. I was leaving for Florida a couple days later. So much packing, organizing to do. And I really could not imagine myself entertaining people who have never been to the city before for like two and a half, three days straight when I had so much else going on in like my personal life. And I said no. And I felt so terrible saying no, because I don't know, like, I feel like if I, if my friends were coming to the city, Matt wouldn't think twice. They'd be like, he'd be like, of course. But sometimes you just have to say no and own it. And like, if And I'm so happy that I actually did say no and they didn't end up coming because I was so productive that weekend when I needed to be. No, I actually love that example because that's a situation where you're putting up boundaries. Yeah. And I don't think you need to apologize for that at all. It's like, well, no, this is actually something I don't want and I'm not going to like force myself into this situation. Yeah, I'm not going to enjoy it. Like, I would love for you guys to come up. Let's think of a different weekend. And they came a few weekends later. And a nice compromise. Yeah. I love that. Same. It was a hard decision, but it was like the best one. Yeah. Another great example. Thank you. Okay. Third one. Outgrowing people, situations, and jobs. This is such a normal piece of life. It's totally okay to outgrow people, and you don't need to feel guilty or kind of apologize for it. I mean, I think everyone's going to feel guilty, you know, when you kind of leave a best friend behind and you slowly outgrow that relationship, but it's a two way street and there's somebody on the other side of that. So it's not just all on you. Yeah, correct. I think friendship breakups or just growing apart is a whole topic in itself. 
However, at the end of the day, you're still doing something that's best for you in a current moment. And if a situation or a relationship doesn't serve you anymore, you can be grateful for what you had and make peace with the situation and move on and not have to feel down and sorry for it and continually apologize for you just carrying on with your life the way that it should. Yeah. And I think it's so good to outgrow things. Yeah. It means you're growing as a person. Totally. It means you're you're changing into ideally a better version of yourself. So I think I love exactly what you just said. Let's be grateful for the time that you spent with this job, opportunity, person, whatever it may be, and move on yeah. with ease without feeling sorry or guilty. Totally. There's no need to apologize. I like this one. For not going on a date with someone no this is probably my favorite one on this list I've been in this situation where I feel so guilty saying no so I will just say yes of course but then it comes to a point where if now you're going on the dates you got to break it off because you knew it from the start it was never gonna work (laughs) and it's so awkward and usually the situation happens when like it's a setup or you're introduced through somebody. So then there's two people involved and you don't want to let them both down. And like, you feel really guilty. But at the end of the day, if you know, it's not going to work, like save everybody, the heartbreak, the effort, the energy, just say, no, you're, you don't need to apologize. You're saving everybody in that situation. Yeah. Including yourself. Yeah. That example reminds me of people that don't ghost and just simply like, text say I loved like getting to know you however I don't think this is the best for both of us wish you the best of luck like that is so mature and it's not rips off the band-aid and it's not I'm so sorry it's like why are you apologizing if you the feeling or the chemistry is just not there like that's something you can't control and so you are nice about it but then you just tell them how it is and you go your separate ways period love it I'm just thinking about like how I would be if I was single right now. Oh, I've that that situation that I just described. I've never once done. I always ghosted for sure. <laughs> I like to think that if I was single right now, I would be ruthless like that, and I would say, "Hey, like I, I'm not you interested would. in seeing you." You anymore. would. I think I would too, but pre mat, not interested. Some people just didn't deserve a farewell. Yeah. No. Before. As you all know, I was, you know, going on a lot of dates before I met Joe. I didn't formally, like, cut it off with anybody. No. They were still texting me, like, hey, like, you want to still get dinner? I'm just not answering. <laughs> I mean, what else? Sorry. Oops. They'll get the picture. So Yeah, they probably, I think they followed me on Instagram. So then all of a sudden I'm posting Joe and they're like, hmm, did we overlap? I'm like, no, it was just three days later. <laughs> <laughs> I just met him three days later. <laughs> I'm not okay. That is so funny. You know what I could have been you, but it it wasn't. You know what I still think about? What? The people that I've been on dates with, or like people that maybe wanted to get to have a date with me or whatever, slid into a DM at a point. Like they just casually are bystanders to your life on social media. Like they're watching. They're like. It's so funny. I still follow guys on Hinge that we didn't even make it to a date. Yeah, same. And like. I, I'm like a fan. I'm like, oh, I love, look at that girlfriend. Look who he found. So like, proud of you. That's so cute. Like, oh, he's traveling here. Like, you go, babe. <laughs> you go. And like literally never spoke words to this person. But 
know them through a dating app. And I think everyone can relate to that. Yeah, no, for I sure. I feel like that's a thing because everybody follows each other on social media. No, it is. It's so easy. Wait, I want to hear something so <laughs> funny. Yeah. Okay. So one of our friends, Jared, has this whole friend group outside of our friend group, which I think is just forking rude. It is. Um, but anyhow... Jared posted a photo of me and him at the gym the other day because I trained him. And this guy that's far from his other friend group but slid into my DMs years ago and has been following me on Instagram ever since started talking about like to Jared like, oh, my God, like you're getting back into the gym. He started giving him help, like helpful tips. And the guy said in a separate message, he's like, court's legit. Like she'll definitely whip you into shape. And I'm like. Sir, how do you know this about me? Apparently, I give major gym rat energy on my Instagram because this guy I've never met before. Social media is so crazy. It's wild. You, I always forget that there's so many people on the other side, you know? So many people. Even when I run into people that I haven't seen in a while, they're like, oh my God, how was this trip and that trip? I'm like, how the fork do you know that? Yeah. And it's because I literally put my life on blast anyhow <laughs> we've got some energy this yeah, morning we do okay number five i feel really passionately about this is courtney yeah <laughs> so we should never be apologizing you sleep at night literally we should never be apologizing for not being super prompt with responses for example you get a text message maybe you don't have the mental capacity to answer that text message or you're in the middle of something so you don't get to it till two days later. You don't need to apologize for the delay. <laughs> I mean, like you could be like, thanks for your patience and we can reframe it so that it's courteous of the other person's time. But for the most part, like you don't deserve anybody anything. Like if an email comes through and I don't answer it for a week, like, sorry, I was busy. And actually, I'm going to re- take that out. I was busy. Thanks for your patience. Yeah. There's a way to be courteous without being like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It's like you need to do things on your own timeline and mm-hmm. people should respect that. I I love the rephrasing of it. Like, thank you for your patience instead of the go to being, oh, my goodness, I'm so sorry. I haven't answered. I'm also guilty of that. But it's if I like don't answer in three hours. I'm like, I'm so sorry for the delay. It's like, nobody cares. Yeah. No. My favorite thing is like someone, I completely forget to respond. Like one of those things where I can't get to it now. I'm going to get to it as soon as I can. And then I'm like, oh shit, a full week has gone by and I haven't opened this message yet. My favorite thing is to be like, so sorry. I was in the shower. Like, right, so, make a joke of it. yeah, you make a joke. I think as long as it's not, you know, an important conversation where somebody's like, I'm having a mental breakdown. I need you right now. And it's like a week goes by. So sorry. I was in the shower. What's up? Yeah. That would be inappropriate. That would be inappropriate. That would be but rude. But for these little like texts that don't really, there's no time constraint. Yeah. Take your time. Yeah. Do your thing. Totally. Okay. Number six for being a passenger princess and leaning into gender roles when any sort of hard labor, manual labor is involved actually this might be my favorite (laughs) like there you deserve sweetie thing to be taken would you just say sweetie sweetie thing sweetie thing sweetie thing you deserve you deserve to be taken care of you're fortunate enough to have somebody that 
really tries to alleviate any stress in your life, like freaking own it. Eat that shit up. You deserve it. Yeah, this is actually one I don't struggle with at all. No. I never apologize for things like this. I think if you have a true man in your life, they they won't be looking for an apology. No. A thank you. Of course. Oh my God, thank you so much. Baby, you're so strong. Yeah. You're so strong. <laughs> you. Like, that's great. Uh, I think Joe's been really great in getting into the manual labor when it comes to helping me at the lake. I'm like, oh, that's a boy job. Yep get after it he's like yep you're right like he understands going through what man would ever want to watch his woman pick up her own suitcase to put it in the overhead carry-on yeah can i do it sure will i do it when i'm alone absolutely when i'm with you i should never have to touch it totally i cannot wait for you to see matt and i travel together you're going to just die of laughter because he carries everything he carries everything he also has like he has patience for me, but he, like, jokes that he doesn't have patience. Like, yeah. he's the type of person that he knows when I'm, like, about to drop something. Yeah. So he'll, like, just, I'll be holding stuff, and he'll just take everything. He's like, I don't want to have to deal with you dropping shit. Like, I'm just going to take everything. I love that. Like, uh, it is, it's quite comical. And I have this hysterical video, but it's, like, funny knowing I was in the moment. I don't know if it'd be funny to anybody else watching it back, but... I captured this moment when we were traveling in Portugal. I am like passenger princess, like recording. I'm holding nothing. The man has every bag and suitcase in front of us. And I'm recording us walking into the airport. And in the moment, he like frantically turns out. He's like, you have your phone, right? And like he didn't know I was was recording. He's like, yeah. even though he's carrying everything, he still has to make sure that I have my belongings. Yeah. And it's I like, love that. It's just so comforting <laughs> it is it's like those i mean we see this you know kind of trend when you're with your man your brain just shuts off yeah traveling with your man like he's taking care of everything yeah you don't need to bring your wall oh my god i was dying i was watching a delaney child's uh, mm-hmm. youtube video a couple days ago and the girls were at dinner with their husbands or their boyfriends and they it was time to pay for the bill and the bill came and they're like they're pulling everything out of their wallet, like their summer Fridays lip balm, their this, their that, and they were like putting it on the check. They're like, you think that'll cover it? Because like <laughs> neither of them had their wallets, had a credit card, anything. And it's okay to lean into that. I actually encourage people to find a partner where like you can feel that taken care of. Yeah, absolutely. More than just monetarily. Yeah. Love being females in those situations. I love being a woman. I love being a woman. <laughs> okay number seven asking for help this is a really hard one that Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people in general struggle with it's like a control power situation it's like I don't want to burden somebody else with my problems this is your sign that you just can ask for help in fact the closest people around you will be so grateful that you shared some intimate problems or situations that you're navigating and it's not something that you should feel sorry for it's like that's why you have a close circle and I'm sure in other situations you are that person to somebody else you deserve to be taken care of sometimes too when you really need it yeah and I think if anyone makes you feel guilty for asking for help uh those aren't necessarily your people like so at work the biggest, I've never once had anybody make me feel guilty for asking a question or clarifying something or following up again. And it speaks a lot about our culture and our culture is something we really pride ourselves on at work. And I think it just 
speaks volumes to the people around you. Totally. Like if anybody at work were to make me feel guilty or make me feel sorry for asking a question, realistically, like they're the outlier and like they actually don't fit into that culture. So you can kind of do that same analysis in your life and be like, oh, that's weird. Like when I asked this person for help, they weren't really there for me and they kind of made me feel guilty. Okay, get them out of there. Yeah. That's not a you thing. That's a them. Totally. Numero ocho. Ocho, baby. Being emotional. I... <laughs> I'm pretty emotional. You're pretty dramatic. I'm pretty... I think those are two separate things. Yeah. True. <sighs> it is, but I'm currently on my period right now, if you didn't know. So oh, wow. things are heightened. Gotcha. Um, Joe calls me emotional all the time, and I don't really apologize for it. I don't think we need to apologize for it. No. I think he should apologize for not knowing the last time he cried. Yeah. I think that's some inner work that he needs to, he needs to go through, but... We all have emotions. It's the human experience. Let's lean into them. You're feeling things. It's good. You're experiencing life. I don't think we need to apologize. And I think that's hard to do when you feel like you are emotionally like taxing on somebody. I think we definitely need to be aware of how much we are dumping onto somebody. But assuming, you know, it's your normal, average emotions, you don't need to apologize for feeling. Yeah. I think I say either to myself or to other people at least once a day, your emotions are valid. Like Mm -hmm. you deserve to feel how you need to feel. And if you don't feel, then you're repressing and you're not being healthy about it. And eventually those emotions are going to burst out in another way. So you feel all the feels and do what you have to do to process and move on. And there's no need to apologize. Final one. Final one. Number nine. That feels off-putting. Why is... Wait, I love it. Nine's my favorite number. I was just about to say I love that the list ends on number nine. Okay, perfect. You can do both. You can... (laughs) Final thing you don't have to apologize for is having high expectations for people in your life, for men, and how you expect to be treated. I think we talked about this in the previous episode, but when you treat yourself so well, there's no reason you should be lowering your standards for other people around you. I think you have to be careful with this one because you can't expect somebody to read your mind and do all of these little things. Yep. But I think your core values, you can have high expectations for how you expect to be treated. So, for example, in the dating scene, you expect to not play games with somebody. And that's kind of like a boundary and an expectation you have with all of these dating candidates. And if somebody's like playing a game with you, it's perfectly valid. You're not for me then. Yeah. You don't meet my expectations and I'm going to move on to the next for somebody who is going to treat me the way I want to be treated. Yeah. It's like don't compromise your own values and how what you believe to stoop to somebody else's level. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you feeling empowered as a female? To- I actually am. This conversation really lifted me up from lifted me and this stain up. <laughs> so I'm feeling really good now that I look down and our gorgeous babies are not stained. And I am. I'm feeling empowered. I feel like I'm probably never going to say I'm sorry again. (laughs) Kidding. Moral of the story here is there's a way to have empathy and be courteous of other people's emotions without succumbing yourself or putting yourself down in the process. You don't need to feel 
guilty about how you feel and the decisions that you're making. You can be courteous to people's emotions, but at the end of the day, you don't need to lead with, I'm so sorry with everything that you do and the decisions you make in your life. I hope this came off as exactly what you said and not, we are the best. (laughs) I am never in the wrong. I will never apologize. That's not the vibe we're trying to bring. It's not making yourself vulnerable by apologizing and feeling guilty and like trying to meet everybody else's needs without meeting your own first. Exactly. And as much as we're drilling this into your heads, we're also drilling this into our own. As we were talking, I'm like, oh yeah, I actually said sorry for that yesterday. Oopsies. Yeah. But I think the whole point is just realizing that We don't need to apologize for our emotions and hopefully that'll help us, you know, sleep better, stress less, like just carry through life a bit easier and lighter. And that's really all I, all I would hope that you pick up from this episode. Beautiful. Yes. So with that, if you enjoyed today's episode, please feel free to leave us a rating and review, send it to a friend who needs to be a little bit empowered today. And we will talk to you next week. See ya. Illy. Bye.